spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, everybody. So, disgraced former AG Mark Vernovich. There's still so much to go through. Obviously, the news yesterday. Shame. Uh, shame on you. Shame. Guy had a report, said Arizona did a great job in the election. He decided not to release that report. He decided to sit on it. He decided to hide it. He is an utter coward. He's shame. You know, and I even said it earlier, and I'm getting a lot of uh, uh, people say, yeah, I agree. Listen, I, I honestly, and I think people think I'm joking. I think he honestly should leave the state of Arizona. I'm not like. Threat- I think it would be best for him at this point, not, even if he just goes for a sabbatical. I'm not like. I'm not threatening him. What I'm saying is, guess what, man? When you lie to every single voter, that's hard to do. It he, is. I mean, listen. Even Carrie Lake didn't do that. No. Okay. She, yeah. You know. So here's the deal. I wonder I, if Carrie Lake would have got this information, what she would have done. Do you think maybe that's her way out of this? I don't know, and I don't care. No, but the whole thing is, is you blew it for, I, I've heard from more people in the last two days, or last day and a half saying, I gave my vote to somebody because of the big lie. Right. And you blew it because I could have voted for somebody else. And Oh, there's no doubt Karen Taylor Robeson would have been, in my opinion, you know, it, it's it's arguable, I get it, would have been the nominee for governor. Oh, yeah. If, if, and I think she would have won. And I think she would have won, too. I think Karen Taylor Robeson uh, would have gotten the nominee if we had an attorney general that had, you know, any an ethical bone in his body. And he doesn't have that. He's very unethical. And he hid this. And I think, you know. And how long did he hide it? Right. A year. A year. Right. But listen, I mean, when you have a Republican who is in charge of, of Arizona's attorney, uh, he's 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 the top guy, Arizona's attorney general. And he, he comes out with the report and he's a Republican. And he says, listen, there's no there there. Nothing happened that was bad in the 2020 election in Arizona. I've done the I've done the investigation, guys. And I'm just telling you, there's nothing there. I think if Brnovich came out and said that, uh, I think a lot of Republicans would have turned to Karen Taylor Robeson. I, I think really, so too. I believe that. But let's go down this road for a moment. Um, what about the people in the office? What about the people that worked for Mark Brnovich? You know, aren't they just as culpable as he is? Because there had to be I, maybe an inner circle that knew about this investigation. I mean, this investigation took how many hours? 10,000. Right. Right. Well, 400 de- days or what was it? I don't remember. It was like 10,000 hours or something. So you know what? A lot of people were working on this investigation. And a lot of people knew what happened. A lot of people read the investigation. They worked on it. They read it. They knew that the 2020 election in Arizona was, was perfectly fine. Why didn't they? Why didn't somebody come out and say something? Where is the where is the moral character that we need inside of some of these offices? Uh, I we really lacking that. There's not one person who said, you know what? Maybe the public should know that the election in Arizona was fine. And you know what? Maybe you would have lost your job. Okay, maybe you would have lost your career. But I guarantee it. Probably somebody would have hired you for being honest somewhere down the road. Yes. So. Yes, I'm giving all the the blame to Mark Burnovich because he's the boss. He deserves it. He's the coward. He's unethical. But there had to be somebody in that office also that 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 knew what we're doing is wrong. We are lying to every single voter in this state, 
and that's not right. And not one person, not one person came by, came came through and said, "I'm going to be, I'm going to be the, the whistleblower." The question is, why did you? What what was it inside inside of there? That's my big like. Who had access to everything? Because one of the things that you and I have touched on is, uh, you may have worked a thousand hours on this with a few other people, but you turned your findings in. You didn't write the final report. Right. You didn't know what was in the final report. So how many of those people worked on it and had no idea about the final report and what it was looked at because you only did a portion of it? So the puzzle was put together. How many of the people were privy to the final puzzle pieces? Had to be some. I'm sure it's a I few. don't have a number, Chad. I don't know. But it's got to be. I mean, it can't be everybody in the office. No. But it had to be a few. And why? What was your motive? For Brnovich... His motive was, they're going to shoot the messenger. I'm going to be done in the Republican Party. The 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 the, the Twitter trolls are going to come get me. They're going to they, they may recall me. Well, that's happened now. Yeah, you you just got one year to try to live your life for fun. You were eventually going to know this thing was going to come out, unless your goal was hopefully Win you know the Senate seat. A, or Abe Hamaday wins right. and he can bury it. That's another thing. But did he know about it? Abe? Probably no, not. No, no. no, he didn't know. He didn't even get into the office. I mean, he I lost a very close he, election. People say he wouldn't have released it. I, I got to be honest. I've talked with Abe. I don't know if Abe could have found it. I, I don't know if he would have released it. Yeah. I, I think he's on the side of election deniers, so my guess is he hides it. But again, uh, I'm accusing somebody of, of of hiding it, and he never made it into the office. So I, I don't really know. But w- when you look at Mark Burnovich, he didn't have the courage. He did not have the courage to step up and say everything went fine in 2020 and we need to move on and we need he to move on didn't follow the oath he took right as a lawyer as a person to the state who was an elected official the lack of to bravery yeah hold his duty he is he's a jellyfish there was no there spine no doubt. there was no spine no doubt no doubt. I think even before this, you're thinking, okay, how will, you know, I don't know how many people were talking about, you know, um, a legacy from an attorney general. I mean, because really, do we care about outside of the nunchucks? When's the last and the lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit, which 90 percent of them were a waste of time. And yeah. most attorney generals were like that because they're suing on behalf of a state. But outside of the jokes of the nunchucks, what else do we remember him of running the worst campaign outside of Kerry Lakes for any office you've seen in a while? You know what? Here's my. I'll, I'll throw out there. I'll throw this out. What if he? What, all right. We know that he hit it. We know he, uh, there's a lack of bravery. Didn't have any courage. Yeah. Right. Yellow running down his back. I get it. All right. What? What if he's fine with what he did? Because you know what? This is how he's going to make money now. He can't run for office again. He shouldn't show his face anywhere in Arizona. You're a joke, yeah. man. So what if he is now the latest grifter? What if he goes, you know what? I, I I am a hero to the people who think there was something wrong with the election. And they're going to love the fact that I sat on this report. Uh, so maybe that's his next job. Maybe his next job maybe is going out and stealing your... The Steve Bannons of, of the world. He's yeah. going to go grift off these people. He's going to go get behind people in D.C. who are running lobbyist things and running these yeah. kind of these oppo research crazy wackadoo things because he may not have a choice. Yeah, I think that's his only choice. Yeah. His only choice is to glom on to election deniers. And he's the guy that will be known as, I had the report. It was in my hand and I knew everything was fine. Uh, and I'm the one that didn't release it. So if you're out there and you're an election denier, hire me.
because I need a job. And I think that's what, what maybe he's going to go and do. Yeah, and for anybody right. who gives these grifters money, uh, I mean, people work hard for their money. I don't know why anybody would give a, 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 just even a politician money. They work hard for grifter. their money, but the weird thing is it is easily parted with when there is affirmation you're seeking based on the fact that you believe something and you've wrapped up in it into your identity. It's the core of who you are. So you'll part with it like a church that is doing some scam or something like that. And it's sad. Yeah, it's sad. It is. They, they hope, pray and count on your gullibility. Yeah. And I think that's probably where he's headed. He is going to try and raise some money from people who don't believe that the election was fair. And that that's that's what he's that's his goal. Or he's going to come out with some. uh, That wasn't the full report. I've got some. It's too late. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. He should leave town. You you, if there should be a rule. If you're in office and you lie to every single voter, I don't think there's ever been a politician in this state who lied to every single voter on an issue. And the funny thing is, or a report or an investigation, you didn't lie. You just hid, which was the lying. Yeah. Let's do this, Chad. Five spot. This is where we put five of you on the spot about a news story everybody's talking about. Call us if you're a Republican. I really want to know how you feel. You know, maybe maybe you had some questions about the election. Maybe, you know, you don't anymore. Or maybe you still think, you know what? That 2020 thing. I don't care what that report said. It was uh, fraudulent. But if you're a Republican, how do you feel about what Brnovich did? Do you feel like... uh, like you were screwed, lied to, and that your vote was yeah. was essentially given away. Right. Would and here's another question: If you're a Republican, would you have actually changed your vote from Lake to Robeson if this Burnovich report came out? Six zero two two seven seven KTAR. Six zero two two seven seven five eight two seven. If you're a Republican, love to pick your brain. That's next. The Gatos and Chad Show. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right. Five spot. We're going to put uh, five Republican voters on the spot. Uh, and we're going to ask you, you feel duped. Bernovich lied to everybody. Uh, would Berno's uh, report have changed who you voted for in the governor's race? Chad, let's go with uh, call number one. Uh, Tommy and Gilbert. All right. What do you say, Tommy? Hey guys, yeah, um, I think what Burbage did was despicable, and I, I was one of those Republicans that never really believed the big lie. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't vote for Trump, uh, and I voted for Governor Hobbs, because I think what the Republicans have done the last two years is just horrendous, and I'm probably going to switch to an in, being an independent in the next election yeah. because of it. And, you yeah. know, listen, you're not alone. I just saw some of the numbers. Independents in Maricopa County uh, are starting to really pull away from everybody else. The number one, and then it goes Republicans, it's starting and then it really goes Democrat. But there are more others, and it's going to start. I really think over this next year, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. All right, let's go to, uh, is it uh, Eddie and uh, Mesa? All right, Eddie, what do you think? Um, for me, I was conflicted, you know, when I first read it, mm-hmm. but there has to be a, something he bumped into to sit on it. You know, as an attorney general, he did not everything he did was bad. So I'm not going to throw him out for this. 
I think just he might have bounced into a bumper or two and then was working on it or put it to the side at the end of his turn. But it doesn't dissuade me as a voter. Yeah. Now, when you say bumped into, do you think he got pressure from the Republican Party? You know, kind of. You know, they, they have put on pressure on their own uh, team, which is tough, you know, and uh, being in those shoes and being in such a contested state, um, I'm sure a lot of pressure might have might have held him back. So I definitely think he bounced off some other people in the Republican Party, yes. Okay. I'm right. hearing a lot of excuses. Well, I mean, you know, that's kind of what we were saying, though. Like, you know, there, there was reasons, and it had to do Be with his man. party. Be a man and come out and say what the investigation had. That's your job. Kenny and Litchfield, uh, what, what's, uh, what say you? Well, I'm kind of with Gatos on the whole thing. I'd like Bernavich to leave. Arizona, uh, as soon as he got the report, he should have released it, period. Now, did you believe that there was a potential big lie, if you will? No, I'm I'm not one of those Republicans. I lean more independent, but I still register every as a Republican. Okay. Let me let me add this, Chad. You know, for some of you who believe the big lie, I'm not going to sit here and dump all over you. I'm not. You believe what you believe. I'm not going to change your mind. But you were also told by people that you trusted in politics that there was they something. They threw a big lie at you. Yes. Now, you believed it, and I believe that's a bit gullible. But again, you're not. it's not like you came up with this conspiracy theory. It was pitched to you by Trump. It was pitched to you by everybody else. Well, not everybody. I shouldn't say that's not fair. Some people in the Republican Party, and you decided to go along with it. I just don't blame the voters, no, not no. nearly as much as I blame guys like Bernovich or told, Trump. What or, I told you yesterday, this is where I blame you. If you find out it's not true, to hold the people that are the messengers yeah. accountable for something that did the thing they were supposed to do accountable, that's that's bad. That's bad. Right. We ran out of time. Um, couldn't get to all five. Sorry about that, but thank you for the calls. Uh, the Republicans calling in and, you know, I just feel bad for you. I just I feel bad for everybody. Duped. Lied to people that were election workers, had their lives threatened. Yep. And Bernovich could have put a stop to that by having a set. He's the dupe of Earl. And saying, you know what? Guess what? This, there was nothing wrong in 2020. And he didn't do it. And it makes him a coward. All right. Up next. Up next. This is a weird one. Biden and Trump are on the same page. Same page. And it's about the border. Next. The Gators and Chad Show. By the way, we've got an amazing podcast. It's uh, absolutely fantastic. It's called the Gators Chat Show Podcast. Number one podcast in this room today. You can get on your iPhone, your Android, never any of the show. Gators Chat Show Podcast brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold, guaranteed realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get offers right now. Guaranteed. Go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. Is the president taking a page out of Trump's playbook on the border? Yeah. Okay. He's taking a page. And... There needs to be some stuff done. I don't know if you saw this today. Mm-hmm. Uh, $90 million to house migrants in four Midtown hotels uh, that New York City hospitals mm-hmm. are having to spend. $90 million. Yeah. That's insane. It's incredible. He knows he needs to do something because he is feeling it from the cities that support him the most. Those blue cities that are starting to feel the pain that the Yumas have felt, that mm-hmm. the McAllen's have felt, that Tucson has felt, that El the Paso. likes of El Paso have felt. He's feeling it now, and he's looking around going, I've got to do something. And now he has got that situation here where he's going to roll out and call it whatever you want to call it. Right. It's it's essentially to remain in Mexico. The difference is you're going to remain wherever you are. 
Exactly. Like when I was reading this. So so he's got two new policies this yeah. year. The first one is uh, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela, and Cuba. If you are from there and you come to our border, we turn you right around. You cannot claim asylum here. You must do it uh, on an app. So the new policy, as I read it, is the only people, and maybe this is just simplifying it too much, the only people who can really claim asylum are folks from Mexico. Yeah. Because let's say you're or, from... You know, if you're from Guatemala, you know, but well, now this has all changed. But if you're from Guatemala, you could still, until this goes into effect, you can still come here. If you pass through Mexico... Yeah, but with this, you, if he implements this. Right. If you pass through Mexico and you want to come to our border, you won't be allowed asylum. You, you can't... You've got to start in the country that you're at. Yeah. You cannot come through a, another country to get to this country. Is that that's how I read yeah, it? Yeah. So and now, the, now this, how does that stay in Mexico? Yeah. Like, which is well, well this, how does it remain in Mexico? So I, I mean, you know, are people literally going to remain in Mexico? Well, yeah. But it's, then they still can't come in. They still can't. That's the whole point. Okay, but I thought the remain in Mexico was remain in Mexico. We'll see when we can get you in, and and then we well, go from we'll there. We'll see. We'll hear your case. Right. Doesn't mean you're going to come in. So they can say, look, we're ready to hear your case. They hear your case. Say you are not eligible for. For asylum based on the criteria that you have, so you cannot come in this country. Then your choice is go back to where you came, try to stay in Mexico or wherever you come from, right? Because you could fly from, let's just say you escaped Bosnia and then you went to uh, Canada. It's mm-hmm. not remain in Mexico. You got to remain there. You landed in Canada, so you have to fly there. You can see if Canada will keep you, or if you go to Mexico, you can see if Mexico will keep you, but we're not going to have you, or you sneak in. Yeah, I wonder how many people are going to act. See, if we're trying to close these loopholes with the asylum law, you are going to get more people sneaking in. We all know that. Yeah. But again, you've got to close some of these loopholes. The amount of people that we've taken in is astronomical. And it's continue. And, and like you said, we just said $90 million for four Midtown hotels. To get the migrants a place to stay. That's people's tax money. That's people's tax money. Yeah, yeah. And they're feeling it. And mm-hmm. now now you know what Yuma feels like. Yuma's got a hospital that's $20 million in debt, and that's going to be passed on to everybody. And the worry is they're not going to have enough. And could they close? Yeah. It is amazing. You know, we, we talked about it for two years. What is going to make the president do something on the border? He did nothing. Yeah. He really opened it. I mean, it was an open border. He was allowing everybody to come in. There wasn't a policy to stop anybody. And you and I went back and forth. What is it going to take? Is it the amount of people that come over where he says, okay, that's enough? No, I think you nailed it. Pressure from his own party. That's it. In places that were never affected, ever affected before in a way that was that that was very real that they they had a sense that oh my god now we're really feeling what all these people feel and it was it got too loud plus he's running for re-election and he knows he's going to need those people and he knows he's going to need those that that money in those areas and so you better start doing something right. and let's just fast forward a year and a half when we get to the debates and he's if he's running again and he's asked about you know the border and immigration well, now we can actually say something. Yeah. Now we'll see if it works. And we'll see if they can implement it. Well, we'll see if, yeah, because it could be tossed out by the courts. Court, I mean, but well, these, are, yeah. these are two things that you can absolutely point to for Biden and say, he's implemented this and this. Because and, if, in, and in January, the numbers went down. Yeah. So let's see if it works. But can you imagine him in that uh, in that debate and they ask him about the border 
and he and he didn't do anything. Could you imagine if you say, you know, on your watch, uh, uh, there was four million gotaways and eleven and a half to twelve million people that got in this country. Mm. And by the way, you didn't do your first hundred days. I'm giving everybody a path to citizenship, and I'm going to do all this stuff. So you did virtually nothing except invite more dreamers, the future dreamers here. The second, uh, the, the the second generation of dreamers. Yeah. we haven't figured out the first generation yet. So Biden and Trump kind of on the same page. And if you look at some of the policies, Biden's embracing them. Just yeah. calling him something different. I don't care. I think it's a good thing because Trump had a couple of good policies on the border. And why not take something that works? Absolutely. All right. Coming up next. Uh, will you need a password to eat a roast beef sandwich at Arby's? Next. All right, in this day and age, you, you need a, a passcode for whatever you want to watch on TV, a subscription, if you will. Right? If you Maybe Peacock. Uh, what do you got? Uh, what else is there? Probably? Disney what? Plus, Hulu. Paramount uh, Plus. Paramount Plus. Plus Plus. HBO Max. I don't think Plus Plus is real, but it sounded good. So. Uh, now you're going to need a subscription to go and eat. So are you willing to pay a monthly subscri- subscription for a fee for going to a restaurant? And apparently the answer is yes. So you need a password to eat a roast beef sandwich at Arby's. Arby's now has Arby's Plus. Restaurants trying subscription programs because they want you to continue to come back and eat. Uh, one listener texted us that he's got a what is called a Sip and save beverage subscription to Circle K. Sip and save. $5.99 a month. Right? You pay you pay it to Circle K. And you can go in there, I guess, and you can get whatever soda you want. I don't know. Is it every day? I think you could go every, every day. Now, Becky, you had you had the Panera coffee? Oh. Well, I never actually got it, okay. but I kept looking at it going, should I do this? Is it I, and I should have one a day? Yeah, it was every single oh, day. Wow. So, and when you think about what a cup of coffee costs. Yeah. You know, if you go to the coffee shop, if you paid, I think it was like 10 or 12 bucks a month or something. Well, that's not bad at all. That's a good deal. That was a really good deal. All right. So do the math, Chad. Let's say the coffee is $3. Okay. And there are 30 days. Uh, How much money is that? Well, it's 90 bucks. Nine. I don't understand where I'm going. I know I'm not supposed to talk about math. So if you, you put you put nine dollars, I did. I put nine dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but so if you pay what? What would you pay a month to get a coffee at Panera? What would what would that subscription cost you? Ten bucks? Well, I don't remember bucks? now because it's been a what, it's what is been a, a coffee few years ago. How much? Twenty? Well, it's probably be three bucks, three bucks yeah. okay. at least. I mean, that's about what it is anywhere that and more. So if you went into Panera to get a coffee every day, it's a it's that's a ninety dollar bill. And the thing about it was. You didn't. I mean, you could get it at the drive-through. Yeah. I went right by Panera every single day, and I thought, "Why am I not doing this?" PF Chang's is doing this. Uh, they're experimenting with this uh, subscription model uh, as a way to ensure uh, steady revenue and customer visits. This is fantastic. Uh, are they doing this not only to get people coming back, but are they also doing it because it's cool to be loss young? leader? It's is cool. one way for, for older people, you know, people like like us. We're not older, but it's a loss leader. We see it as a value. We're going to go in there. We're probably going to spend more money. Right. But for the young, it's, it's subscription-based. Cool. They like they like subscriptions. Hmm. Um, there's a place, if there's a supper club, okay, for $130 per month, 
This place is called Gravitas uh, Supper Club. I don't even have that one out here, do we? Uh, I don't know. Man, I tell you what, that place has a lot of gravitas. For uh, 130 bucks a month, you get a three-course takeout meal for two. Okay. That's it? What else do you get? That's all it says. Well, is that... Wait, but how many days? Uh, they said uh, they've shifted to takeout during the pandemic. Uh, and the supper club serves 60, uh, dinners per month. I don't know. I don't think that it makes sounds any sense. Like it, okay. So it's very, if they only serve 60 dinners a month, there's not many people going there. It's very exclusive. Okay. So you pay 130 bucks a month, probably for X number of months. Right. And then you get one time that month. A three course dinner for two, but it's takeout, so you okay. take it home. So you, I so think it's probably the, very shishi. Oh, I love it. Bougie? Bougie? It's very the kind bougie. of bread that you bite into. Yeah. That you're like, did I just bite a turtle? Am <laughs> 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 I a turtle? <laughs> Everybody wants a deal. Everybody wants to feel like they're getting a deal. And if Arby's Plus says, hey, you come in twice a week and you buy a subscription for whatever, we're going to guarantee you. If you're you buy save a subscription money. for toilet paper, we'll give you the sandwich for free. <laughs> <laughs> Are you insinuating that you use more toilet paper? You know what? My wife asked me a little while ago, hey, you want to get Arby's on the way home tonight? And I thought, I love me some Arby's. I love me some toilet paper. I love me some bathroom time. Hey, we got the 5 o'clock KTAR News Expansion with Becky Lynn next.